Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, Bob. Yeah, all right, Andy. You're looking very northern today with your can of beer. Well, you know. And sports suit from Sports Direct or wherever it is. And yourself, I, I'm wondering why you've got that set of what look like cat's whiskers yeah. attached onto your face. What's yeah, that about? That's called fun. Is it? Yeah, it's making life a lot of fun. But, you know, this is audio only. And yeah, well. And people aren't going to get to see those whiskers. Well, that's up to them. You know what I mean? And the um, um, This cardigan I got at the Heart Foundation charity shop. Do you want to just get close at the microphone? Is it <laughs> up and down a bit more? So and it. It's got a concealed zip. You didn't think I was wearing a zip, did you? I just thought it was a jumper. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, it's lovely to be back with you on Athletic Home Mints. Yeah, here we are again. Um, this still week... Wish it, still wish it weren't called that, by the way. There's nothing you can do about it. No, you can start your own podcast up, if you like, with an right, alternative name of your own choosing. Yeah, I have, and I've just thought of it as well. It'll be called FC Peter. Good luck with that, then. All right, I'll look out for much. that on the podcast scene. Thank you for your support. It is a scene, isn't it? Yeah. Football. Is it football you want to talk about? Well, a bit of football. I've got a bit of an agenda here this week. All right. Not like a personal agenda. Yeah. Not like a list of things I want to... Uh, grievances. Yeah. An actual agenda for the show. We've got um, oil. Oil. I lubricants. Like lubricants. Um, sealants as well. I like sealants. Yeah, a bit of that. We've got an auction. Yeah. Um, some denim. Denim. And some weird objects. Denim. Yeah. Yeah, I love denim. So that's what we're going to cover today. Okay. Just, hey, just to go inter- back, though, yes. before we start... I wanted to ask you, you know that theme music we've got? Yeah. Oriental theme music? Yeah. As we said last week, it's a message that we're sending to the people of the Far East. We come in peace. We come in peace. We mean no harm. Come and join us. Have you had any kind of feedback over the last week as a result of that music? No, none whatsoever. Nothing positive, nothing negative. Nothing positive, nothing negative. That's, so that's the, what we want, really, exactly, isn't it? Exactly, in the world of... Um, you know, like foreign relations, yeah. international diplomacy, it's a good sign. Peace and quiet. Peace and quiet, everything's calm. Continue. Not overwhelmed, yeah. not underwhelmed, just whelmed. Yeah. Continue. Everything is whelmed. Continue trading. Yeah. As go, you were. Go about your business. Yeah. Everything is fine. Everything's fine. What I would say is I did notice yesterday that Vladimir Putin has pulled Russia out of Syria. Yeah. Now, I can't be completely true about this but I think that's a bit of a ripple effect of what we're doing here yeah with our stance with the Far East okay I don't understand it's that it's not direct because you know these things you, you, you never look at the direct consequences of something it's right. always knock on effect it's a knock on effect yeah. you know what's he really thinking what's he really doing he's what? pulled out of Syria but I think it's because of the message that we've given out so yeah. far well, I doubt it, and I've got to be honest with you. But well, maybe. maybe next week we'll change the message to the Far <laughs> right. East, and we'll see what Putin does. Well, I did notice in House of Cards that I was watching that they used the Chinese 
um, as leverage against the Russians. Did they? So maybe they're taking the Chinese unawares because they're listening to Atletico Mints. Just to see so what, what we're doing and where we're going. Exactly. What can, our policy is towards yeah. them. Can I just say at this stage, football-wise, that Paul Scholes is definitely my uh, least favourite of the Weasleys. Right. Okay. Is that a joke? That's a joke for the, for, for me and uh, <laughs> anyone else. Yeah, we should said that you were going to do that. Yeah. All right, I'll hold up my beer next time. Could when you I'm not, say not do that again? Okay. Have you done anything controversial this week to try and draw attention to the show? No, nothing whatsoever. I'll, I, be, I'll be honest with you, the show embarrasses me a little I've, bit. I, I've, I pulled a face at a war memorial earlier on. Did you? So hopefully we'll be in the Daily Star tomorrow. Yes. As a result of that. Um, Fire away then. A lot of people have been asking me personally on Twitter this week. Yeah. Um, why are you here, Bob? Why are you wearing a onesie? Why are you here? What What is your qualification well, for, you know, it's a, fo- a, it's a football podcast. It's a football podcast and increasingly football is about the stats, yeah? And when it comes to football, I have a reputation, a correct one, in fact, as being the memory man, right? <laughs> right. Oh, it's funny, is it? Just to me. Yeah, all right. We'll ask any question you want. Right. Uh, it's football. Okay. Um, from the past, preferably, to prove right. the point. Well, memories generally are from the past. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, 1959 FA Cup final. Could you tell me who both goalkeepers were in that match? Yes, I could. Fucking hell. Really? Yeah. I mean, it would have worked better if you said, Do you remember? And then I would have said, Yes. And um, it would have worked. But there you go. Yeah, I'm your stats, man. Um, could do that bit again if you want. <laughs> <laughs> let's, I'll leave that up to you, won't I? No, no, we'll just move on, I think. Come on, then. Let's kick it in. Let's get What's going. What's been the top story in football this week, Bob? This week, for me personally, yeah. with apologies to everyone else, it's been um, the... Um, Shenanigans at Middlesbrough. With and there Karanka. have been shenanigans, haven't they? There has been shenanigans. No one quite knows what's going on. It's terribly sad for um, the Borough fans. All I can say is... Do you want to tell us what, what, what the story is? Because obviously it's outside the Premier League, so not a lot of people know what it is. Ha-ha. Um, a, <laughs> a lot of people... Well, Karanka walked out of a training session. He's the manager, He's yeah? He's the manager of Middlesbrough. Nobody knows why. Was it player power... Was it was it something to do with the food at the club? We just don't know. Might have been astrology based. Yeah, it could be. It could be. But the the thing is, is that this was a tell. I, I mean, I I have had a night out with Karanka in a hotel. Oh, I had a drink with him in a hotel in. Is he Spain. all right? Is he nice fella? Lovely fella. Good. Funny fella. Powerful fella. Powerful Very, physically. Physically or... powerful, charismatic, and he and he just lives and breathes football. He was wearing um, slippers, you know, with little pom-poms that were like footballs. A bit like yourself. Yeah. He's, you he's... copied off Karanka by wearing those slippers, <laughs> didn't you? His little underpants. Yeah. Um, Superhero underpants. No, no. His little, his little underpants had footballs on them. Did they? Yeah, his two pillars. His pillowcases were like, had two goal posts on them. And it said, Viva Soccer. Did he put some posters up when he came into the room? Football posters. No, but he just—it's just all football. Um, as football, he sat, football, 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 football. As he sat on his bed, yeah, you know that's all Dreaming he talked about. Football. <laughs> and you had well, a night out with him. Well, we had a lovely chat, you know, and uh, he seems to be a terrific man. He, 
he doesn't seem to, his English doesn't seem to be all that great when I see him being interviewed. So, was, did you have a translator or? No, he's got, I think that's a little bit of a bluff that he does just to just to keep the you know the media off his back because when I was with him, his English is perfect. So I, I don't like know. Stephen Fry. Sort of it's yeah, cut, a cut glass English <laughs> accent. Yeah, it's a, com- a combination between um, Fry and Laurie. Yeah, somewhere right, right in the middle. But he he puts on that voice when he's been interviewed to sort of deflect. It's just just to bring out the innate racism people and say like I can't believe a word he's saying. He's a prankster, isn't he? It's complicated. Isn't he taught it? me. He taught me the correct stance um, to correctly defend when you're up against a very very uh, tall centre forward. Uh, say for example, Crouch or Ibrahimovic. Right. Um, How? Wh- why would he waste? He taught, taught me that. Why would he waste fire? time and energy telling you that a man who was probably what five foot four? Because what me? Yeah. <laughs> because he, you know, he just lives and breathes football. And I said, "How do you defend properly against a big guy?" So he showed me. He showed me the correct stance. Did he so, hold you when he did it? No, he, I, no, he didn't hold me because that—that's not how to defend, is it? That's how to caress and cuddle. Um, but anyway, enough of Karanka. Except to say that you know, like he's a wonderful man. What lies ahead? We shall see. Ah, which I don't know. Who knows? Okay. Who knows? Well, that—that's probably. The, um, but the biggest thing for me this week was definitely that, yeah. That's probably the 8% football content that we promise here on Athletic Home Mints, so okay. we can just talk about whatever we want. From well, now. I would certainly. I know you mentioned footballers in denim. Yeah, we did. We, we, we've been asking some of our Twitter followers which footballer would look best in denim. Yeah. Well, I and, I mean, I saw a suggestion that it could be John Joe Shelby, and at first I thought no, but then I imagined him with... Um, a denim cap, as well as the jacket, the shirt, the jeans and the shoes. Like one of those floppy 1970s pimp caps. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Donny Osmo, I thought, wow, yeah. The head yeah, to toe. That could work. Denim shirt opened pretty much down to the waist. No, do you know what? Do you know what? I'd button up the shirt and put a denim tie on as well. <sighs> and a little denim handbag. Would you notice the denim tie? Would have to be a different shade of denim. Yeah, it's subtle. It's, it, it's, it would have to be... I mean, I think they should all be slightly different shades when you're wearing a lot of denim. Would you have to I be think. looking out for it, like the zip in that cardigan you've got on? Yeah, well, you'd never see this zip. No Camouflage chance. zip. Yeah. But the one that intrigued me was, what do you reckon, Andy? Do you think Costa... Jeffrey Diego Costa. Jeffrey Costa. Delic Costa. Do you think he'd look good in denim? In denim. Very tight, do you think? Oh, well, I don't mind how he's wearing Flares? I think it would be flared, but I think he'd look pretty damn good with a neck denim neckerchief. Flares, Cuban heels. Yeah. Denim shin pads. Oh Could that be a thing, do you think? Well, you, the, the, there'd be the extra protection of beauty. Nobody likes to damage something of beauty. Yeah, and if you saw denim shin pads under a denim sock... You ain't going to lash out at it. You ain't going to kick out at it. Nah, you'd respect it, wouldn't you? you respect the denim, for Christ's sake. I think if we've got any any sportswear manufacturers out there who'd like to sponsor us on the show... Yeah, they can come on board, They yeah. can come on board and, and plug a, a denim shin pad and we could be yeah. pioneers. Denim grip on your golf clubs. Yeah. Denim flights on your darts. It's not enough denim in sport, is there? Obviously, there used to be so, so much, much more. untapped potential. Still a little bit in yachting, but... Um, there you go. It's a very specialist interest. A lot. I know that people I've asked have always tended to want to put um, a blonde or a ginger footballer into the denim. Right. You know, they want it to be like you know a Kenny Burns, or they want it to be who's that ginger who plays for Reading? Is he called Quinn or something? 
I don't know. Shall we call him Quinn? Let's call him Jeff Quinn. Jeff Quinn. They want to put Jeff. Oh, who's, who's the one? The left, is it? Who's the left back who plays for Newcastle occasionally? Well, occasionally plays. Jack Colback. Colback. You know, a lot of people want to put the ginger in the denim. I don't see it. How about you? Too much contrast for me. A lot of contrast going yeah. on, isn't there? And he's very pale skinned as well, Jack. Yeah. Aren't Sunderland fans bitter about him? I've got nah, some... We're not bothered. Not bothered? Nah. You're very bothered, aren't you? Well, not really. <laughs> yeah, you are. It's like it's like when he went to Newcastle, it's like losing a key ring that you've had for a few years and it's starting to get a bit frayed. Yeah. And you're not bothered. And you think, well, it was the, time to replace the, the, it. The motif drops off, you know, the... Yeah. The okay. Bit. Well, dead in footballers. There we are. What else do you want to know, Andy? What, what news have you got for me? Well, do you like the, commentators? But sorry, Andy, I know you got an agenda. But what's bothered me this last couple of weeks for you in is like we all Twitter's full of it, and everyone you know they get upset about Andy Townsend, about Michael Owen, Andy Townsend. Yeah, you know, but as core commentators mm. on the football. Now, I think there wasn't core commentators before Sky got involved. Do you think that's right? It was just a commentator. The, yeah. So what do you Correct. what do you reckon? Do you think There's we need too two much people? of it. There's three sometimes now. Owen, Hoddle, Savage. Yeah. All sat round a one microphone. Yeah. Like kids sat round a campfire. But do you think it's it, too much? Do you think it adds anything to the experience? Nothing. I'll do, what about this one? One of the channels has got a, an, an old referee who occasionally chirps up. Howard Webb. Howard Webb. On the BT Sport. BT Sport it is, yeah. And they'll go to Howard Webb. I think he sits in a caravan, doesn't he? he yeah, I think he insists on having a caravan wherever they go, yeah. And he says, that was a penalty. That wasn't a penalty. Yeah. That was a free kick. Like, that's cleared it up. Yeah. But it hasn't, because he's not in charge anymore. Well, he used to make mistakes, didn't he? Howard Webb, he went... So he's sat there in a caravan now, trying to fulfil his referee fantasies. Yeah. And you think to yourself, well, if he's such a big deal... Why did it all end up uh, in, in as a caravan life, as a travelling life? What's your problem with a caravan life, Bob? No problem at all. But it's not the it's not the it's not the life of a success. Referees don't get paid the same as footballers. You Do know. you know how much they get paid? Referees, yeah, sixty quid a week. D- no, they don't. Not <laughs> anymore. No, I looked this up, and if you if you um, are on the list for the Champions League um, with benefits and everything, seventy five a week. No, you're plus two hundred grand a year. What do you what? think of that fact? Wow. Not bad wage, that I'm is it? in the wrong business. Yeah. So what's he doing sat in a caravan then? I don't know. It's just, it's, that's his little thing, isn't it? So maybe his wife threw him out for making bad decisions over the cooking. <sighs> in the bedroom. Yeah, getting the time. It's easily gone. done, isn't it? And you've had a couple <laughs> of drinks. Not there, Howard. Another thing is, is what's bothered me this week, Andy, is, is you know when, someone, when a player of a certain skill takes a corner or puts a pass up the line and it temporarily and briefly goes out of play and then comes back in. Yes. Don't you think it's a disgrace that that's... That they do that? No, that that's not allowed. <laughs> the artistry of that uh... is taken out of the game because it Can crosses... I have some time to think about that? Yeah. Can we come back to that next week, maybe? Oh, all right, fair enough. No, I've thought about it. Yeah, and what do you reckon? Nah. Bollocks. What? Well, you know, you curve it round a defender, it temporarily goes over the chalk line, as it were, and then comes back in. Well, what's what the be- point of having a line, then? What's the point of having rules? What's the point of anything? OK, then I, I, I withdraw it. Yeah, you see? I withdraw it. Yeah. Yeah. Memory man. <laughs> what else do we want to talk about, Bob? Well, what do I want to talk about? Because you me- give me a list, do you? Yeah. Because I said to you, what do you want to talk about this week? 
And what was the list? And you've put commentators. Yeah. Yellow kits. Yellow kits, yeah. What do you think yellow kits are tantamount? When I was young, there was only Watford. And that didn't matter. It's Watford. They get But Norwich, it. is that not a yellow no, kit? That's well? canary gold kit, isn't it? <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah. And I just think out of the corner of your eye on the football field, right right in the corner of your eye. Yeah. Right? A blue kit, a red kit, a green kit, yeah. and so on. Not a green not, kit. Not gonna be as visible as that yellow kit. Is it a cheat? I'm suspicious it could be because, of course, Leeds United were the first people to change to a yellow kit. Speaking as a Sunderland fan, and we've yes. got the all-green kit as our away strip. Yeah. And we're the, pretty much near the bottom of the Premier League. Yeah. It's a it's a kit that clashes with the pitch, for God's sake. Yeah. What What's that about? Well, it's typical Sunderland. Who made that decision? The... Look, I'm asking you a simple, quite a simple question. Do you think a yellow, a bright fluorescent yellow kit should be allowed on the pitch insofar as it gives an advantage. I'm still trying to get my head around Canary Gold, to be honest. Yeah? As a concept, as a colour. So is this a no? What are you saying? No. No, it's I'm not I'm going to say no. All right, well, I wanted to talk about that. We've got, I got your answer. Is, um, that, is that it, then? That's about it, yeah. On yellow kits. Well, I've got other things. I noted down... Um, I'm wondering... I'm trying to find out if I can find an individual, male or female who lost their virginity to a police dog handler, <laughs> male or female. You know, right. I don't mind whether the dog's uh, You're not bothered drugs, about the... sniff a dog, or it's for crowd control. Right. Um, so I'm asking that generally to anyone who's listening, but of course, you, Andy, did you lose your virginity no. to a... No. No? No. Okay, pet shop owner? No. Butcher? No. Keep going. I'm getting closer. You're getting well, closer. Um... <laughs> Give us a little clue. Um, in retail, probably, yeah? Outdoors. Outdoors. Out, outdoor worker. An outdoor worker. Welder. Nah, welders don't work outdoors much. Bricky. Mm. Getting close. Neely. Oh, man. Plaster and all that. It's strictly outdoor. Completely outdoors, yeah. Strictly outdoor. Roofer. It was a roofer. It was. <laughs> That's nice. I lost my virginity to a roofer. Wow. Well, I'm glad I asked that now. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. 
No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Do you want me to introduce a topic here? Have you got another one? Because well, you've got a big list there. Well, you've got a big list. I have, yeah. Well, I'm Lee Tomlin, the footballer, yeah? Can you picture him? The portly... Yeah. He went to Bournemouth, didn't he? And when, then they sent him away again. I think he's... I mean, he's been sent to Bristol or he something has. like that. But when you look at him, mm-hmm. it's quite apparent that he was born to be a train driver. Yeah. For example, yeah? Or a functional alcoholic. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Like Steve McLaren. Yeah. Right? He was born to be a carpet salesman, wasn't he? Yeah. To sell carpets with his insipid smile and so on. So, I mean, I was just wondering if you could think of any footballers that um, their appearance clearly gives away what profession they should have entered. Um, yet again, my attention has turned to John Terry. What do you reckon he should have been? A neurosurgeon. Right. You know, he looks bright as a button, He's got those he? eyes. Yeah. He looks like he can see inside you. See right through yeah. his skull. Do you believe that he dominates the Chelsea dressing room? or um, Physically? Physically, mentally, or, you know... It seems to be that's the rumour, but completely, no, yeah. no evidence whatsoever. I think he probably stands with one of his feet up on the bench when he's addressing them. Ooh. You know, that kind of stance that says, yeah. I'm in charge here. Yeah. You listen to me or yeah. get outside. And he thumps the lockers and he said, listen to me. Yeah. We're going to play it up the wing. Yeah. To Derek Costa. <laughs> if you see Derek Costa on the wing, pass it to him. He's the one in Denham. <laughs> Give it to him. Would you be proud of your club if they were the first club to have a denim kit? Definitely. Yeah, me too. Let's see if we can get the, the race to the denim kit then. Yeah. I've got people I can talk to about it. I'm sure you have. What, at Sunderland? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could convince the Sunderland management. They don't I know one of the want. stewards. <laughs> I was a ball boy once at Millsworth. Wait, just once? Just the once, yeah. Did you have to apply for that then, or did you just... I can't climb over the railings and get on with it <laughs> and sit down. I can't. I can't remember. I did play for England once, you know. <laughs> right. What? Oh, you laugh. You laughed like a fucking cavalier. Then, <laughs> like you threw your head back. I did. It was the um, the World Cup in Spain, and they got an England team together to play an Italian team. Right. Of fans. Twats. No, not necessarily. And um, I, I played for the England team. A really decent stadium as well. Right. Car park. Everything was um, dominated at that World Cup by the legend that was the one-man army, the Nottingham Forest fan. Right. Who was who apparently causes mayhem across Europe. On his own? In those days, yeah, one-man army. Wow. wow. Um, and once we, one night we were in a bar... And he came to the window, started banging on the window of the bar. And everyone was like, gosh, shit, it's the one-man army, fuck. What's going to happen? Something's going to go off. And he opened the door and he threw a coin inside <laughs> and then ran. <laughs> and did it just, it just <laughs> fell to the floor and just rolled a little bit and then... No, this was the gone. beauty of it, Andy. He threw it. It went straight into the slot on the fruit machine. <laughs> <laughs> and he won the jackpot. Oh, but he ran away and he couldn't but, claim no, it. But that's the beauty of the woman army. That's, this money's for you, lads. So did you keep it? We all shared it out. You we should all have handed it to the police, really, shouldn't you, legally? It wasn't <laughs> we, yours. We all had some tapas. It wasn't yours to share. Tapas is a queer thing, though, isn't it? We go in these, we're in Bilbao um, 
and you go into these little bars that have got little bits of potato. A bit of egg. Whatever, yeah, egg, potato, meat and stuff mm-hmm. in little pots on the bar. A bit of cheese. Bit of cheese, yeah. A lot of octopus and that Some sort of shit. Some raw, raw suet just piled up. Yeah, oh, I love suet. Sure, don't mention suet. <laughs> when I'm trying to do a podcast. You know what? We should try and get some suit sponsorship. Yeah, because it's probably hard times for the suit manufacturers, isn't it? They need a boost. The um anyway, so they're letting like all the old Basque fellas yeah. are sat at the bar smoking and coughing and spluttering over these little pots. That's a good advert for tapas that then. Yeah. No, I'm, well, the, anyway, you don't want to hear about tapas, I'll move on. So that was the one man army. I can't remember what you were asking me. <laughs> um it was. It was. Have you got anything that you want to talk about about football? No, nothing. Not just, not just at this second, but you know, Pele opened up his um, museum of memorabilia. Yeah. Of all his stuff, it's a bit sad, that isn't it? He's flogging it, isn't he? He's yeah. Selling it all off. Yeah. His archive of dreams. Do you know what he's actually selling? What? What? It... Well, he's got a he's got a replica of the Jules Rimet trophy. He's got right. the football that he scored his one hundred thousandth goal with. I think it was. Yeah, in but one that, match. But that that includes that's not just league matches and internationals. That includes kickabouts. Yeah. From when he was a kid. Right. And like games in the garden with his kids and stuff. He used to write them all down. You could make a note now, yeah. of how many goals he'd scored. Yeah. And he eventually got a hundred thousand. You're telling me the truth, are you? No, no, I'm making it up. Oh, right. But he's flogging it anyway. He's flogging that ball. So he's, he's flogging scored, a football. He's flogging a football. Yeah. And um, there's a ring. He got a ring from when he played in the American League Yeah. in the 70s. Yeah. He's flogging that. Right. What sort of ring? I think he just bought it from a jeweller's. Okay. He can't be. But it's an American be. ring, so it's got to be good. Oh, American rings are beautiful. I love American They're incredibly rings. Incredibly round. Do you know what I mean? Mm, like the British rings. Yeah, so like smooth. That. Yeah. So I was, but anyway, it got me. He can't need the money, can he? I don't think he does. He, everywhere you go, you're going to get a free dinner, aren't you? You're free yeah. tapas. If he went, Wherever if he go. strolled into Top Man, yeah, yeah, Top Man's where you get the best gear, isn't it? Pretty much, yeah. Right, so he strolls into Top Top Gear, goes, "Hi, I'm Pele." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give us a suit, man. Yeah, yeah. He's getting a suit, isn't he? They'd, they'd be measuring him up by the time he finished the sentence. So what would he need? Hell is in. What would Get he need? Get the tape measure out. I'll, it's a suit. I want this Lamborghini on Pele. Yeah. I'll sign I'll sign that Ferrari if you give me that Lamborghini. Job done. But anyway, it just got me thinking if like, if I was to, to die say, at the hands of a master criminal or something. Yeah. Or say I was, a, I don't know, it might be a road accident, whatever. Whether I would leave anything that was worth putting in a museum. <laughs> have, you, have you got any memorabilia of your own? Well, the only thing I could think of, and I'm going to ask you the same question after Andrew, but like, do you know the American actor? Oh, I love American. Has he got a name? Uh, Christian. <laughs> Christian Slater. Oh, yeah. Christian Slater. What was he in? He was in the Christian Slater show. Oh, come on, be sensible. What he was, was he? in True Romance. True Romance, great film. And that was Heathers. Heathers is a good film and all, isn't it? And he's been in some other films that weren't good. Just because you've well, mentioned... That's fair enough. That's you know, fair no, enough. One's, we, no one's we, judging them. Yeah, every, each and every one of us, to a man or a woman, has been in a bad film, haven't we? Yeah. At some point. Or lost their virginity to a roofer. Or, or to you a know, a we've roofer. all made mistakes. We've all made mistakes. The um, Mind you, do you know the film that won the Oscar, Spotlight, is it called? Yeah. I went to see that. That is fucking awful. Is it? It's terrible. 
But that one that won the Oscars last year was rubbish as well. What was it? Birdman or something? Birdman's all right for three reckon? quarters of it. Ah, no, you say fuck nah. no. Fuck Birdman, that's what I say. Hurt Locker was bad though, wasn't it? That I one didn't Oscar. get into that. Didn't get beyond the opening titles. Well, I just want to put it out there that if you're thinking of watching Spotlight, honestly, don't bother. The, the, I tell you what was better than it. What did I go and see this week? I went to see um, London Has Fallen. Oh, yeah, that one everyone says is rubbish. Yeah, they say it's rubbish, but it ain't. Like, they say Spotlight's, you know, they're giving it an Oscar, and it's so dreary. Anyway. It's almost as if you're completely out of step with mass opinion. No, I just like to be entertained, you know what I mean? It's good that you've got your own beliefs, though. So. You're not just following the crowd. I'm doing a movie with Christian Slater. Are you? Right, no, I in the past. I'm telling me stuff. I'm telling me anecdote. All right. And I'm doing a movie called Churchill the Hollywood Years. Right. With Christian Slater. And I explained to him. I can't believe you've been in a movie. Sorry. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> and I explained to him that I would like to reverse the toilet. Yeah? Right. So that you sit facing the cistern. That's good. Right? Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Christian Slater agreed, I'm keeping it short, he agreed to invest in this <laughs> business. And being an artist, he did me some initial sketches of how it might look. All right. With... On some proper technical drawing No, paper. not just on air 4 paper. Just a fag packet. Better, better quality paper than printer paper. I don't mm. mean that bad. A decent air 4 paper it is. Right. And... Um, you could go into a... An investor's office and say, "Look, I've got this." And the, here's the, the initial take it seriously. Yes, the, the, the paper was that good. Yeah, Mr. Christian Slater from Heather's on a reasonably high quality paper has designed a reverse toilet. I just wondered if you guys, you investors, are interested in taking this up. Where would you go with that? Would you go to Armitage Shanks with it? No, sh- well, because it's almost like laughing in their faces, isn't it? It's like you, you guys here, you've, you've. From defined what the toilet is yeah. that we know. Yeah, I'm here to tell you you'd you're wrong. Them, you'd shit them right up because at the moment... You wouldn't get past security. Probably not. That sense that you've got a decent <laughs> decent quality air for me equals decent idea. Yeah. Get out. So we spend our time staring at the back of a door, yeah? Or the floor. Yeah. You reverse this system and face the system, yeah? yeah? You could still put little wing mirrors on the system if you want to look at the door. In case you think there might be an intrusion. Or whatever, if, if that's your thing, you can yeah. still do that. But on top of the system, you could put your laptop, you could put an adult colouring book. You could. Whatever. You could put a little pot plant there. You can stare out the window. That's genius. That system surface is just, just going to waste, isn't it? It's Absolutely not being going used. to waste. It's so, not being utilised at all. Sometimes you see a bit of potpourri on there. Or a bog roll. You could get some paper and you could design a reverse toilet. No, you couldn't, could you? You've already done it. I've already done it. Anyway, so I was just wondering, that's probably the only uh, thing that I could leave to a museum. Can I I just stop you there? Yeah, you just have. When I I asked you if you had any memorabilia, I kind of meant football memorabilia, like Pelé would have. No, I haven't got any football memorabilia. Andy Dawson, have you got any football memorabilia? I've got the autobiography of Frank Worthington. Yeah, that's just a book. By a footballer? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, so you could go to a library. I'm looking for memorabilia. No, that's mine. I got it off eBay and it's signed as well, actually. All right, well, now we're talking. One Hump or Two by Frank Worthington. And is it signed by Frank? 
It's signed by someone that's written Frank Worthington in the front. I don't yeah. know whether it was him or not. You've never tried to authenticate it? Why would I? Frank Worthington doesn't like the kind of man who'd lie about his signature. Yeah, but if it wasn't Frank Worthington who was signing it, then it, uh, you know that's not that's a not a valid point you've made, is it? Right. That that's all I've got. Okay, well we've come to a, a like and then an end of an alleyway there. Neither of us have really got anything if we from had a, football. Music. If we had a bell that we we're going to ring to say, let's stop this topic now. Yeah. Would would be ringing it. Yeah, I tell you what. Instead of ringing the bell, let's have a little bit of um, um, music for our, Far Eastern. Just to keep listeners. them. Up to date with Just to keep them on board. Okay. Right, I think we should cover some of this week's football news, Bob. Seeing as this is a football podcast. All right, go on then. Um, Manchester United, lest we forget last week, they launched an official tractor... Of course, in the did, Far yeah. East. Yeah, this week the plot thickens. Okay, they've teamed up with Gulf Oil. Right, you've heard of them, haven't you? Yeah, for all the petrol needs. Or what? Well, it's they're actually Gulf Oil are now Manchester United's first official global lubricant, oil, and fuel retail partner. Okay, so there's now an official fuel. So and lubricant. I mean, I had this problem last week. So the idea is, is that. A Man United fan will now say, I'm stopping at the golf garage. I'm only going to the golf from now on. Because I want Man United fuel in my yeah, car. Man United flavoured petrol. Yeah. Oh, but they'd be in their tractor, yeah. wouldn't they? I wonder if Because they've U- all gone out and bought the tractor since last week. Yeah. I wonder if Man United need a global reverse toilet partner. I think it's something you should look into. Do you know what I mean? You could, on, on the back of the system, you could have a Bobby Charlton picture. Yeah. And Alex Ferguson. On white side. Big Norm could be on the seat. Yeah. You know, the bit that you pull down. Yeah. Um, it could, like, I'll tell you what, you know, like, um, it could, like, have a comb over Charlton thing so that when you finish. On finished, the system. Yeah, no, hear me through. It's Sorry. actually on the seat. You close the lid and then you pull the wool over the top of the lid. And that creates the flush. No, it just creates like a Bobby Charlton vibe. It creates an, an image. Yeah. I often wondered if Bobby, if could this work, Andy? I'm really, really interested in what 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 your opinion on this, right? Okay. Bobby Charlton's comb over, right? Yeah. You took one strand of his hair, then a tied a tied a, a hook to it, a fishing hook with yep. a maggot on it, and then you leaned Bobby Charlton over the stream. Yeah. Do you think you could catch out on Bobby with using Bobby Charlton's head? I reckon you get a tiddler. You get least. a tiddler. Of course you get a well, tiddler. Well, then I'm very happy. I wonder if he does that in his spare time. <laughs> a little stick. I wonder back. if that's the whole purpose of the warm-over. Yeah. Who's laughing now? Because he's from Northumberland. There's a lot of streams in Northumberland. A lot of streams. A lot of wilderness. Yeah. For all we know, he could be up there... Wandering off. ...dangling it. his head in the water. Yeah, getting tiny ...bringing little, in tiddlers. Tiny little trout. The sort that you could cook just with, like, a match and then gobble up. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? By the side of the stream. Yeah. And then back home. Well, there you are. Back home for Brookside. <laughs> so that's what Manchester United have done this week. Yeah. I'm wondering if there's a a larger story at play here. Right. Could Manchester United possibly be turning their back on the football and gradually transforming themselves into some kind of agricultural machinery? All oh, right, fuels, oil, Seller. 
tractors, well, fuels. I mean, Van Gaal. Do you say Van Gaal? Van Gaal? Van Gaal. Ooh. Ooh. I, I, I told you last week, Annie, I don't like all this bit. You know, apart from when it comes to Chelsea, I don't like all this bitterness towards... Can we not be critical of Louis Van Gaal? Yeah, Surely. You call him Gar, you called him Garsol. Well, yeah. you know, trying to get a cheap laugh. Well, he's got the look of a rural man, hasn't he? He has. And he's not a city slicker, is he? He's you know a bit I mean? thorough, isn't he? Yeah, Mourinho's a city slicker. Yeah. Mourinho pushes his jacket sleeves up. Yeah. And, and, in and the Van, spring. Van Gaal's more comfortable in his, really, in his uh, decent-sized welly. Dungarees. And all that kit. The summer in and I don't quite know where it's where they're going with it, but well, we don't know either, do we? It's like it's like us and Putin. Yeah, it's cat and mouse, isn't it? It's a problem. They're so f- remote now. These football clubs. I I remember a time when you could go down to Middlesbrough. You could just go into their offices. Say, Hello, how are you doing? Just nick a couple of pencils What's and just happening? be on your way. Yeah, I like your calendar. Mm, I'll have that. It. Whatever. Blah That's blah. That's a nice blah. bin. Yeah, but now they're be taking that. So I've got a season ticket, so I think you'll find I'm entitled to that. Yeah. And it, that's what it was like. But now, who knows what Man United are up to? They're concentrating more on oils, fuels, lubricants and tractors yeah. than they are on signing themselves, Getting for in. example, a decent winger. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so where's it going to lead It's them? interesting, isn't it? Five years from now, the football side... Because they're just a global corporation and global corporations change, change yeah. direction all the time, don't yeah. they? Global corporations. I was once talking to a bloke, what was he called? Um, Terry Curtin. And he was head of a global organisation. And he said to me, Bob, we don't think a year ahead or 10 years ahead. We think 100 years wow. in the future. That's the difference between them and us, isn't it? Exactly. God. 100 years. Well, you know what, though? Can I just read you this quote yeah, from. Please. Manchester United's managing director. Yeah. Coming back to what you've just said, he said, while both Manchester United and Gulf have evolved and adapted since their foundation more than 100 years ago, neither has forgotten its roots. Well, I never. It's the (laughs) 100-year rule, isn't it? Where do you think Atletico Mince is going to be in 100 years, Bob? Well, with a bit of luck, it'll change its name to FC (laughs) Peter. That's not going to happen. Rod Stewart's Lego collection, Forget something that. like that, something decent. No chance. Well, is that all for this week, Andy? Just before we go, yeah. we also asked the the listeners, Yeah. what's the weirdest thing you've ever took into a match? All right, yo, what did they say? Well, Jay Kimmett said that at the 1997 playoff final, he doesn't specify which league it was in or who yeah. played or anything, the couple behind me brought a full-on picnic, cheese boards, chutney, the lot. Right. That sounds League 2, doesn't it? Yeah, that sounds a bit like Erreford. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it doesn't surprise me, though, Andy. To, you know, also, it's not well, something... All you're saying he... is, is they took some food in a box. Well, Sorry, pic- you know. a picnic. Oh, well, what's a picnic? So you, you put your, you know, put in, it might even have been in a bag. Shall Anything I carry else? on? Yes, please. Harry Flowers OBE says, again, not me. So it's like, what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen anybody else take into a match? He saw some kids with a guy in the South Bank over West Ham in the early 80s. What, like a Guy, guy like Guy Fawkes, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't see whether it was November the fifth or not. It might have just been a yeah a, a, a February guy. Okay. Someone called Carhandle sent us a picture of a, a one ninety nine Michael Jackson canvas that he took to the 
2014 Scottish League Cup final. A canvas. A canvas of Michael Jackson. I like found that. on the way there. I like that, yeah. I took it in with him. And finally, Callum McCarthy. I took my dad to a football match the other year. <laughs> and he's pretty weird. <laughs> you think that would be quite a flippant remark, wouldn't you? But then he elaborated and he went, he slept on a Yugoslavian mountain for a bit in 1974 because Albania wouldn't let him in. His name is John. Well, on that note, I think, you know, can we say something like John wins? John wins. John wins Atletico Mints this week. <laughs> I'd love to talk some more about the annuity that the Football League appear new. Yes. That we mentioned last well, week. Well, it'll have to be next week. But we've week. run out of time, so we can't. Yeah, because that is an incredible tale. Remember, it does involve the end of football as we know it. Tune in for that, people. Next week, I shall spill the beans. Thanks very much, Bob. Thanks, Andy. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.